the college football experience week 13 reaction show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet win bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN store and they have their big cyber Monday sale. Yes. 20% off everything in the store for one day only this Monday using the code cyber at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. So grab that thing today and remember folks to let it ride. Hey, what's up? You degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Week 13 reaction show. My name is Kobe Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and. Um... I don't have stress and I'm healthy. Oh, oh, oh. Gosh, 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 darn. <laughs> we got games going on. Oh man, what a day. A lot of fun. A lot of fun going on right now as the the Apple Cup is live. We also have the uh San Diego battle going on and uh a little game on the farm. We'll talk about those in a second, but I am joined by my co-host. Hopefully you're watching this on YouTube. If not, subscribe. YouTube.com slash the college experience. Give it up for former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, he's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. You're damn right I am. <laughs> oh, that quote. That quote is just great. Shout out to the chat. It's rolling. You got the Judge Dread in the chat. We got GBO Farms. All of our boys. Woo. GBO Farms pointing out right off the top. Joe Milton can't throw a, a deep ball to save his effing ass. Uh, correct. <laughs> Never expected a team that hung 56 points on another team to only have 147 passing yards, which was what they had the last time I checked. But when you run the ball for 369 yards, that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just a, a loaded slate. We got air force up 13, three on San Diego state. You have a ticket on San Diego state over. 13, three, seven and a half wins. Can you magically pull this out of your ass? Uh, that is looking pretty unlikely. Three points through the first, <laughs> what? Uh, 45 minutes that's of the game, typical. 50 minutes of the At game the snapper. That's typical. Yeah. 
Uh, we also have the Kick Apple return. Cup. Kick return. Oh. Uh, the Apple Cup going on right now, where uh, Washington State leads Washington ten to seven. It's actually a damn shame that we're recording during the Apple Cup. It is. Uh, we also have BYU up thirteen to three on Stanford on the farm. And uh, those are the games currently going on. We will address those once we uh, get to it. But we have a lot of football to talk about. Patty C. Uh, first off, uh, Matt Rule is the new head coach at Nebraska. Yes. Your thoughts? I guess we should talk about this on Wednesday, huh? Should we so hold hold off well, on? Let's this? hold off on the coaches till Wednesday. Yeah, give give some. Let's to just talk reaction. All yeah. right. Let's start it up top. Michigan. 45 Ohio State 23. Not wasting any time. I like it. Look. We had some horrible picks today. What my, if you would have asked me, I got the game that I like most today. was probably Iowa State. <laughs> so I, I ain't shit. Yikes. I I picked Dundee, ate a big steaming pile of shit today. <laughs> but I did call for Michigan on the money line. Very you nice. You can take that to the bank. Very nice. And we had a future for Michigan to win the Big Ten East. Boom, oh. Patty C. Let's talk about this game. Uh look, this was uh, people are going to look back and say that you know Michigan dominated this game start to finish. You know, obviously the 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 win probability metric uh, by ESPN is jaded because Ohio State started the game with a seventy three percent chance to win the game, or no, a sixty nine percent chance to win the game, but they still had a fifty percent chance to win. Through what looks all like all about shit is just two and a half though, right? quarters, but either way, the game was still close. You know, Michigan poured it on twenty-eight to three in the second half. You know, they were they were trailing it at the end of the first half. Let's not forget that I have been the- ridiculed. I feel like yearly. Yeah, I don't think Ryan Day is a great coach. I think he is basically, and I've said this before today. Right, but I will circle today for halftime adjustments. One coach made them, the other didn't. Yeah, although it wasn't something that Ohio State was doing particularly wrong uh, that they didn't fix. They were giving up deep balls early That's on. That's what I'm saying, and and, and they and then they, they gave up long runs in the second. Yeah, well, half. no, they got beat down in the second half. But I will say they gave up a lot, a shit ton Jim of big Harbaugh plays. Jim Harbaugh out coached his ass all game. Even the fucking little drop pass. That was a good yeah. call. I'm not gonna say Day was awful, but he did get out coached. He got completely out coached today. Completely out coached. And I've always said this, uh, and I said this in my rankings that I do every year. You know, I don't think he's a, a terrible coach or anything. I just think to me, he he does let me push back on you a little bit here. Yeah. His okay. record's fantastic, but he every big game for the most part, he's lost. First downs, Ohio State twenty three, Michigan well, six. Well, Michigan had like 16. 18 70-yard plays. It's true. I <laughs> changed that stat a little bit. But total yards, Ohio State four ninety two, Michigan five thirty. It's not an, a landslide ass kicking um, on that yard on that uh, Ohio State's a finesse team, man. And, Ohio State and, uh, clock control, thirty one forty six to twenty eight fourteen. Of course that's gonna happen when you have seventy yard yeah, plays. When all your drives are one play long. That's <laughs> true. Uh you know, that's what I'm saying, man. Is there a finesse team? And the reason why I, I know we both took Michigan, we thought so in preseason that it, we, they were sleeping on that. Hey, Jim Harbaugh, I think, I personally think he's among, if not number one, I think he's among the best coaches in college football. Well, he was among the best coaches in pro football. Yes, he's just an unbelievable coach. And, and 
when when he had that bad COVID year and Michigan fans were crying for him to be fired, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he had to make some adjustments, but he has figured it out. And really what it may have come down to is, well, a, we were waiting on him to get that quarterback thing figured out at Michigan and it took him forever, but he finally, you know, got two serviceable quarterbacks in there th- this past year and then elected to choose the more talented uh, quarterback. McCarthy, McCarthy. Looked, the, looked the best I'd ever seen him today. But once again, I just don't know, like Ohio state's a finesse team, man. And they, 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 they go all year kind of playing nobody. I mean, yes. You know, Notre Dame, I Ohio state played a harder schedule than Michigan, but the difference is, is that they're a finesse team. Yeah. I feel like Michigan, even that banger against Illinois helps them for when they play Ohio state Yeah, and Michigan's uh, stuff. I mean, they both have the uh, capability of blowing games open late. You know, anytime you have a, a talent advantage on another team and you put them in a desperate situation and you have a ton of leverage on them, then lo and behold, they make mistakes and you capitalize. And so I, Ohio state usually does that through the pass. And then Michigan just blows teams out through the run. Like they did against, uh, against Penn state. And actually Ohio state did the same thing against Penn state. I don't know what, what did Ohio state do when they pulled away from Penn state there? Uh, Sean Clifford threw a turnover every other day. Yeah, it was more defensive. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. For Ohio state. Uh, but either way, look, I, I can't sit here and say that I agree with you. I disagree with you. Actually. I think Ryan day is still a very good coach. I think Harbaugh has taken the next step. I believe this statement. Yeah. I believe you could put 90 coaches, 90, maybe, maybe even a hundred that are currently head coaches in the FBS at Ohio state. And they would do the same, if not more mm, go to a national championship. You think that's a given at Ohio, at Ohio state? Like they might put them in the playoff right now. <laughs> ESPN just released that's something. True. They have an 80% chance. Is that that <laughs> shocking? All they gotta do is win a game. Yeah. They, they benefit maybe by not playing a game. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about, you don't this. get that kind of love when you're East, when you're TCU and you beat uh, Iowa State fifty-five to three in two thousand fourteen, yeah. and you drop back three spots because they're a fucking disgrace. That's true. They're all bought and sold corporate fucking hacks. Be- beyond the talent yeah. advantage that you have at Ohio State, you have the media and the uh, committee pushing for you. Dude, too. I mean, I've been sitting there all, all season. We mentioned this on Wednesday show, and I was like, "It's not, I know C.J. Stroud's good." Yeah. I didn't think he deserved the Heisman even before today. I was well, like, he I mean, the Heisman like, has long been just trash, t- right? Like the the best quarterback among the national championship contenders, um, and he was good. Of I think he's a good quarterback. I, I think he's a good. quarterback I think he's too. better than uh, than who is the guy Haskins? You know, and that, and I thought Haskins had a little bit of talent. He just went out too early. Did Haskins win it? He didn't win the Heisman, yeah, but yeah, you know, but so, yeah. there's a bunch of those dudes that they've had over the years that have been like. I mean, who did they have? They had uh, JT. Uh, I don't fucking know all these. Uh, they had a bunch yeah, of quarterbacks. All there. these quarterbacks. That, uh, I, look, I hate quarterbacks. You know that. I, I'll say this: yeah. uh, Stroud is probably than, better than um, who was the last quarterback that won the Heisman for them uh, back in two thousand six. Um, God, now I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, either way, he. he I don't. I don't really remember quarterbacks. He, I try to forget them. <laughs> I'm joking. Heisman. Uh, either way, I don't think I. I, I really believe Troy. Troy Smith. I think he's better than Troy Smith. Stroud is. You know, I think he'll make a a serviceable either low level back or, or a high level backup or low level starter in the pros. You know, but I don't think he's. Uh, he's my, not. My thing the is world this. My, my thing is this, Pat. Is that if you were to give, like, if we were to name off coaches. 
Like honestly, if Bronco Mendenhall had Ohio State's talent, do you think he would be in the playoffs every year? Maybe, but I do think there's something that I, I think, think they'd be better than than with Ryan Day. Maybe, but uh, Bronco Mendenhall. I think certain coaches can do well with uh, you know driving a, a Toyota. They can drive a Toyota better than a lot of other coaches, but they think, can't drive a, a Cadillac better. No, I think they could drive a Cadillac. They just don't get the chance because if there's only six schools that get the national attention like that, sure, you can that, never tell. You can never tell based on the current format. Ohio State is at such an advantage over any other team that until you get that job, no one knows how well you would do in that job. It's such a the Ferrari. fact that they're mentioning Ohio State, ESPN. Really, did you see this graphic I, I tweeted out? Yeah, I mean that's they the just most lost th- by 22 at home. If that happened to any other school. They have a higher chance right now of getting into the playoff that they than did TCU today. that they did today when they before they before they played the game. This <laughs> 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 fucking joke, uh, Jim Harbaugh and Michigan. Patty, so let me ask you about this. Yeah, Purdue live dog. Purdue in, is a live in dog. Indianapolis at that roller rink. Yeah, very much so. I mean. We you feel figure uh, a letdown spot of all times here for Michigan, yeah. and then you get you, what you mentioned before, essentially home home uh, state advantage. Yeah, um, and then uh, the passing game, you put it in, inside in uh, nice conditions. Yeah, and then Michigan, if they if they don't keep up, guess what? A I sh- also think Brom is better scheming you up than Day. So I, I I think I think he might have something there when Harbaugh you know it, it, the the chess match might be interesting there yeah he might yeah. might be doing some slicing and dicing we'll see uh that was so Patty C is Michigan gonna take this win streak to three because what Stroud's gonna be gone unless I, I'll say this uh, Stroud real quick one more thing yeah. he put some dimes in like three inch windows that were open for a millisecond from like thirty yards away I agree he's a stud Those, don't get me wrong he's yeah. a fucking stud man. Yeah. Uh, there's no denying that, but I, I just thought to, I just thought the game plan, I thought there was a soft ass game plan. Personally, I like that. When I watched them, I was like, this team's soft. I'll say this. I'll say this too. I'm going to sound like a fucking Ohio state lover here. I think Michigan got some better calls, you know, than Ohio state did. Which and one? A, uh, a couple PIs that weren't called on um, Michigan when they kind of arrived at the ball at the same time and Pat, they lost by 22 points, man. Yeah. I'm saying, well, it, when, when you are in a desperate position at the yeah. end of the game, then you have to sell out and that's what they did. And that's what caused Ohio state to be able to run. I mean, if you're putting eight on the line of scrimmage and they blast the correct gap, you know, and you don't have a linebacker there to fill it. Guess what? He's making a house call. And they did that like three or four times. So I do remember one where I thought it was, was nonsense that they didn't, that they didn't call it. Yeah. And I think Michigan but, got but, a couple but 22 fucking point. It wouldn't well, matter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what's really, here's what is true beyond like, you know, I guess catching Ohio state with their pants down uh, as far as like alignment toward the end of the game, they also did wear them out and that's the name of the game. And that was what they did last year. Yeah. And they did it again this year. That's what I'm saying, buddy. That's what I'm saying, man. Michigan yeah. was a clear, the clear, better team. Today. I think they were too. Yeah. Um, At that same very time, Beamer magic was happening. <laughs> we knew Clemson sucked ass. Are you buying in? I am. I am. I, I'll put it like this. The last two weeks, I think you might have something really brewing. Yeah. Those two wins are signature fucking wins for your program, man. First time in uh, program history, back-to-back weeks wins over t- uh, top 10 teams. Pretty damn impressive. Set, for old Beamer s- sets up for a nice ACC championship of Clemson, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we knew Clemson was fool's goal, but Shout out to Dabo. We were talking about this in studio today. I was like, man, he still won ten games. Yeah, I, like I, I watched that team all year, and I thought 
this is like a seven and five. Like he pulled like a Ferentz. He pulled, he pulled a Ferentz. Yeah. Iowa won ten games last year, right? Yeah. Played for the Big Ten. They're championship. the same team as They're Iowa. The same last fucking team, man. Yeah. Last year's Iowa is this year's Clemson. Unbelievable. Uh, so the question I would ask you, Patty C, then does this is Clemson like you think it's time for Florida State to pass them this next year? Or what do you think? It, and will Dabo go to the transfer portal like he said he never would do? <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing that he wasn't having trouble with before was recruiting speed. He was getting lots of it. I don't know if they changed their philosophy or whether there's just more competition for it. Uh, but he's not getting the speed on the edges, and his quarterbacks could even run. Where uh, Uyunglele, yeah. uh DJU, uh, he's got o- okay wheels, but he's slow, like moving around the pocket. And then, I guess you want to give uh, Shipley credit for being semi quick, yeah. pretty quick, but he's not Etienne quick, you know. And we've said this all year; they're just like the and and on the wide receiver spot, they have none of the burners they were getting, you yeah. know. Not, I mean, not of the uh, who is the guy that uh, was number three for them a couple years Higgins, ago? Right? Well, no, Higgins, right? One L Higgins. They had Higgins. And I don't know numbers. The man. guy, uh, yeah. the guy who went to Buffalo. I forget him. Uh, he oh, was from Florida. Oh uh, man, I know who you're talking about. Play for the Chiefs too. Yeah, he right? was a burner. Play for the Bills play for the Chiefs. I'm but then they had a guy. Uh, God, I'm drawing a blank yeah. on all these guys' names. Little uh, shorter guy, but like Rod Gardner. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Either way, they've had uh, they've had receivers at least one number one that had NFL talent for like the last decade. And like Clemson, we said, it, I, I was saying this forever. Yeah, Clemson didn't deserve to be in the top ten. If you watch them, not this year, not this year, man. Yeah, not this year, not. This I mean, year. Notre Dame showed you exactly. The ACC is the worst Power Five conference I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, right now I have to agree. Yeah, in my life, my whole lifetime, it's pathetic. I don't recall it a is, division or conference. It's worse so than bad. the Big East was yeah. when there were six yeah, power conferences. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Beamer magic is a real thing though. And I, I wonder what he can do with this. I mean, is it, is it magic or is it just good coaching and preparation? Obviously it's, it's all of it. Maybe I think there is magic. I hate to say it, but he finds a way. I just wonder what Clemson's future is like, because you got to think the ACC, some, will someone please Clemson's still going to win the ACC. Uh, it, yeah. It's like Boise this year in the Mountain West. Here's the thing: they're gonna body North Carolina next week. Yeah, they're gonna win. Yeah, North Carolina sucks. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we went through those two. Shout out to the chat, Patrick Fisher, Kai, all these great, all these great, uh, solid Americans <laughs> or solid human beings hopping in there. Um, Patty C. Uh, by the way, your your Aztecs knocking on the door here. Come on. Not only three fifty one left. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we got a long way to go. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this, Patty C. Western Kentucky, thirty-two. Florida Atlantic, thirty-one. They go for two in the win and get it. And guess what? Willie Taggart is unemployed. Bye bye. What I said. What I read. He was one in eleven in November games. Yikes. Something oh, like that. We've got shotgun requests. I'll uh, I'll get to that here yeah, shortly. There you go. Once we once we talk about a, a pretty relevant game that happened today. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that. Well, you don't think that's relevant because Western Kentucky's no, playing in the fucking pretty, CUSA championship a now. A pretty relevant oh, game oh, I got you. that I got should you. have been, uh, been for a, a conference I like championship. That, I like that George Mason shirt you got oh, going yeah. there. Peep this guy. Start your football program. Start your football this is program. available in the store, folks. Please hop on over Come there. Come on, baby. Support. Support the. Uh, they, we have campus edition T-shirts, but get the one. Start your own football program. Be about something from the from the ground up. You that's know what right. I mean. We're part of a grassroots grassroots movement here. 
There we go, baby. Um, but shout out to you know, and that that uh, burned. Uh, I know NC. I think NC Nick. I might have locked that too. I gotta double check. That. Both the Helton boys got wins today, right? They did. The yeah. App State Georgia Southern game. App State's kicker sh- shit the bed. It was like a twenty-eight yard field goal or some thirty-two yard field goal for the win. Misses. It goes to overtime. Georgia Southern wins in overtime. Clay goes bowling year one. Impressive. Can't hate. Gotta gotta eat some crow. Doing it with the. A vastly different system than the triple option, <laughs> but not as good as they were in the past. Let's be honest. Let's see if they get better. But all right, let's move down the ranks. Patties. You know what? You know what? What's that? And we've mentioned this before, but obviously, be, being able to use the transfer portal makes the transition away from the triple option a lot faster. So, you know. Well, no, but even Clay, we had him on the show. Wait, Clay? Yeah, not Clay Helton. Wasn't our fan? Our friend Clay Thorson. Yeah, yeah. I know. Was it? No, it wasn't. What's Thorson. his last name? Clayton Thorson. Clayton Thorson. Yeah. No. no. What was Clay, it? Uh, I, I can't recall right now. Drink it for twelve hours. <laughs> but anyway, he said next year they think they're going to be rough because they had so many six and seven year senior guys on this team when he walked mm. in. Ah, okay. And I walked into a full cupboard there. Yeah. Uh, the chat is saying uh, Colby's take on Miami and Mario Cristobal looking w- pretty was good. Confirmed again today. Yeah. Gosh, they suck, and the fans of Miami suck. What <laughs> we a do th- that? Yeah, but that that was confirmed once again, maybe it most emphatically of all times. I mean, I guess when you have, but they were playing for a bowl berth. It shows you how little Miami fans give a fuck about the bowl. System. They suck, dude. They they, do suck. they don't even deserve five wins. If they were in any other conference, they would have two or three wins. Yeah, probably. Who who'd they beat? They beat Bethune Cookman. Yeah. Southern, Southern Miss, Miss and who, which is and, a decent win. Yeah, but they were fortunate to get Southern Miss on their backup. That yeah, you know, um, backup QB that is. Yeah. Uh, then they beat Georgia Tech and UVA. And who's the fifth? Uh, let me check that. Virginia Tech. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Bunch of terrible. That's what I'm losses. saying, man. If you throw them in the big the Big Twelve, they're probably go winless. They're going zero and nine. Yeah. Yep. You throw them in the Pac twelve, maybe they beat, maybe they beat Colorado or Stanford. Yeah. That's that's it. I even think Stanford would probably beat them. Colorado could give them a game. Uh, yeah, I think it's a game. I'd probably favor Miami. I guess. Um, put them in the Big Ten. Okay, maybe they beat Rutgers and uh, in Indiana. Maybe no, maybe. I think Indiana's better than them. Either way, Miami is. Yeah, they're probably. I mean, maybe they get two or three nine conference. They're probably a, a three or four win team in another conference. Yeah, in the another SEC, they conference. probably would lose every game. Vandy probably is better than them. <laughs> I think Vandy's better than them this year. I know Vandy just got destroyed. <laughs> Tonight's not the night for me to make my case on Vanderbilt. Yeah. But I kind of think Vandy's better than them. AM, AM beat them. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> They're the worst team in the SEC, win wise. Uh, AM? Yeah. Before tonight. Now, now, Van, now they jump Vandy? No, I think they're tied with Vandy now. Miami might beat Vandy, but that's it. Oh, <laughs> uh, Patty C. Georgia State 23 and Marshall 28. Yeah, could Charles Huff be the next coach at West Virginia? Perhaps we spent a good half hour contemplating West potential West Virginia eight coaches. and four finish for the Thundering Herd. A nice look for Huff getting it done. Another guy that is, uh, you know, proving to be a, a decent coach. A, a, a Nick Saban uh, cast off that's actually worked out pretty well so far. Not a cast off, but a uh, we'll disciple. see. I'm, I'm still curious long term how that will work because he walked into a great scenario. Yeah, he walked into Holiday a great had scenario. him rolling before yeah. that, so. Um, 
West Virginia, 24, Oklahoma state, 19. This was in a monsoon. And this was awesome to watch. No stakes because both these teams couldn't, I mean, West Virginia couldn't make a bowl. Probably Neil Brown's final game in Morgantown. Yeah. I would be lying. If I said I caught much of this game, got a dub West Virginia beats o- Oklahoma state. I was on the other in Oklahoma state for the season. So you're thinking Neil Brown is out the door. Well, they fired the athletic director. That's normally an indicator, especially as like a, a well-respected. Yeah. Let's go. I locked up Oklahoma state on the under cash. Boom. Rutgers zero Maryland 37. Who the golden Guido. Not so golden right now. <laughs> Yikes. Is he on the hot seat next year? Yeah, you gotta be. The problem is, is the big 10 double down on divisions next year. So th- it's going to be at least one more year of yeah of division. So what can Rutgers do? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's Penn State. That's brutal for Ohio Rutgers. State and Michigan is a guaranteed L pretty much. Um, well, who can they, they? Should they just go after like an offensive guru, like an X's and O's guy? Because Shiano is the Shiano ultimate- would probably get them the Bulls if he played the Big Ten West. That's what I'm saying. If yeah. they get, if he can just get there, he needs to get to. He needs to survive next six and year. Six next year, and then. Yeah. <laughs> and then He'll probably go six and six every year until he finally yeah, gets there and end up in the, uh, I don't know. The, uh, the clock is ticking on, uh, uh, Shiano though. Yeah. Yeah. Next up army 44 UMass seven, <laughs> uh, Don Brown five and six for the black Knights. Not what we had in mind. Disappointing. But they have two FCS wins, so they can't go bowling. Even if they beat Navy mm. tough, tough. <laughs> um, I was on the under an army, so I feel good about that. New Mexico State, baby. There's something cool when that's the last game of both of their seasons, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's their own little bowl game. I mean, Navy's awesome. Yeah. I got a little bit annoyed with all this, all these, uh, this promo, all this marketing about Michigan Ohio State being the greatest rivalry. <laughs> Colby takes a special love for Army Navy, which I enjoy. And at its best is a freaking great rivalry. But it is often they don't cancel games. Yeah, without they have teams cancel games on them. <coughs> GBO Farms, Tennessee. All right. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, John F. Kennedy was killed like two weeks before this game in 1963, if that. And they were like, <laughs> "Fuck it, Roger Staubach yeah. is Captain America, and he's going to unite America mm-hmm. and play this game." You know. Boom. The, Boom. And helped us, you know, as a nation mourn. How do you see New Mexico State 49, Liberty 14? Derry killed. Not only did he destroy that over, he doubled the the over. Uh, you know who locked that up? Pink <laughs> motherfucking Dundee. Man. <laughs> Let's go. What a game. I mean, was that or was that not the case of the most, you know, Coach walking out the door of all times. New Mexico State's gonna miss out on a bowl because that fucking Na- that Nevada game early on, um, where they should have won, and also the uh, the UTEP game. It was a one score game. Uh, but I'm gonna say this next year they're gonna go bowling. New Mexico State. Jerry Kill's building it. New He's Mexico State independent still, right? Not until or next year they'll be in the CUSA, buddy. Oh snap! So you think that? They, yeah, I think that helps them. That does. They help. won't be playing an in SEC every schedule. SEC <laughs> fucking team and every Big Ten team. I mean, they <laughs> throttled uh, Liberty so badly, forty-nine to fourteen, an eight and four Liberty team, who who started eight and one with their only loss being uh, a one-point loss at Wake Forest, where they went for two at the end of the game. Other than that, they would have been nine and zero, and then three straight losses to UConn, Virginia Tech, and New Mexico State. What? Mm. 
Mm. That team, you know, Hugh Freeze must have checked out a month ago. <laughs> he must have checked out a month Check ago. Check the strip clubs in where's that? Lynchburg. Lynchburg? Yeah. yeah. Check the strip clubs. Check the tape. Uh, Patty C. <laughs> Old Dominion twenty, South Alabama twenty seven. South Alabama went ten and two. Unbelievable. Did you listen to our our locks episode at the beginning of the year? I mean, I hate to throw this B- BDE in the air, but your boy picked Dundee locked up South Alabama over five and a half wins. Guess what they did? Ten and motherfucking two. Buddy. Boom. Prior to this season, South Alabama. Had not eclipsed uh, six wins at the FBS level, um, and then boom, they. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them, buddy. Yeah, well, you chose the time to hype them. I claim this team was not interesting and had no chance of being interesting prior to the season. And guess what? You're just lucky UVA and Virginia Tech weren't on their schedule, and your little Dukes. Well, that's true. All right. That's true. And you think about the fact that they should have beaten UCLA. UCLA. Should have been eleven and one, man. What a freaking year. And even their loss to Troy was what by three? Dang. Let's go. Let's go. Jaguars just out of the blue. They're the be- they could probably beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's go. Who's their coach again? It's uh Kane. No, no, no. Womack? Yeah, Kane wait, 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 wait. No, Kane Womack's Troy's, right? No. Kane Womack's South Alabama. South Alabama, yeah. Yeah. Um Next up, pretty damn impressive. Yeah, how do you see Georgia Tech covered for me against Georgia? <laughs> if if we're judging what these uh, these ridiculous bought and paid suits on uh, the 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 playoff committee when they said TCU hadn't had the lead in all of their games, well, guess what? Georgia Tech had the fucking lead on Georgia at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. So are they going to dock Georgia, even though Georgia looked incredible in the second half and beat the hell out of the Yellow Jackets? <laughs> no, because they move the goalpost every single time they do a fucking show. It is the biggest sham in all of sports. I'll move along. Let's let's assume. I mean, we can get to this later, but Georgia in the playoff setting, if they win next week against LSU, when they win next week against LSU, most likely. Uh, but that's not a given. Based on how about what Bud Elliott tweeted out today? What did he say? He said, "If the regular season means so much." Georgia can bench their starters next week and they'll make it to the t- right. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't need to. Right. I, that is ridiculous. I mean, because think about the teams remaining. Uh, you have USC's if they went out there in TCU, if they went out there in uh, Michigan, if they went out there in and then Georgia and Ohio state with Ohio state would have a better loss than Georgia after next week. If I'm gonna say this right now, yeah, Ohio State's in the 14 playoff. I'm not watching it. That's true because Georgia has better wins than Ohio State. They should be in over Ohio State. It's got to be someone in the fucking conference championship. Well, you know game, what? That, right? to, to Bud Elliott's uh, to counter Bud Elliott's point a little bit there. That's almost the argument for a uh, you know decreased playoff size because that would not be the case if it was a two team playoff. But in that situation, we well, might have no, not if you have Georgia, TCU, and uh, <laughs> and Michigan yeah, all undefeated. Yeah. yeah, then you need that's. I mean, that was the original thing. Is like if you're going to have three undefeated teams, which happens occasionally, then you have. I mean, more than occasionally, it happens like every five or six years. Yeah. Uh, then you have to have a fourteen playoff at the bare minimum, and then you when you start to expand it, you say, okay, let's actually have a real playoff. Yeah, let's do it the right way. Well, I can tell you this, Georgia. Whoop their ass in the second half. They got it done. Uh, I think they'll handle LSU. They should. They should. We'll do our projections of what what we think will happen 
you know, yeah. next week and, yeah. and into the playoffs uh, uh, at the end of the episode. Shout out to GBO Farm says uh, the CUSA is going to be fun next year, the most fun he says because they get Jacksonville State, UTEP, New Mexico State. Who else they add? They're adding Kennesaw, but I don't think that's next year. It's two years from now, I think, or three years from now. Two, I think. Uh, they're getting Stephen F. No, they're getting uh, Sam Houston State. It'll be fun. I don't think I don't think it'll be Sunbelt fun though. Buddy. Uh, yeah, not Sunbelt fun. Not quite. By the way, I'm making a concerted effort this season, this c- coming off season, to become invested in Mac football. Be a Mac specialist. I'm going to be a Mac yeah. specialist. It's go. time. Yeah, I've taken the step. Return of the Mac, buddy. Return of the Mac. Yeah. You know, I, I can enjoy all of what we have in college football. I just need to take the next step, and boom. Yeah, I need to do that for the Invitational because I I, I don't want to watch the Invitational every year. Well, you just go deeper into the FCS. I think that's what yeah. you need to do. Yeah, yeah. D two. I watched D two playoffs today. There you go. Great. Very nice. Fucking great. And and the FCS playoffs too. Weber State, North Dakota. That was in snow the snow. football. Was Come fantastic. On. Little dome team traveling there. That's Couldn't right. handle that snow. You play off Little snow bitches. football could be youth yeah. league, and it's going to be great. Yeah, let's go. Uh, James Madison, forty-seven, Coastal Carolina, seven. <laughs> oh let's man! Line it up. Let me tell you something. I had some awful locks today. I think. This was my week. I think this happens once a year. Dude, this was atrocious. I took, I locked up and bet Coastal Carolina plus fifteen. I also took Iowa State plus ten and a half. Whew. <laughs> that's that's. It reminds me of that time I took Maryland like five years ago when when uh, Penn State beat them fifty nine nothing. I locked up Maryland. I was like, yeah. Maryland's gonna beat them. <laughs> Ouch! Fucking terrible. I mean, uh, look, I think it was judge judge dread says coastal coastal clinch. And they sat everyone today. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, you know what they did? They clinched their asshole so that we wouldn't put it up there any further. Uh, yeah, I could see you guys doing that for Yeah, we do do that. You come to Harrisonburg, man, woman, child, bridge forth, bridge forth. Nobody state. goes in the bridge forth. <laughs> um, that wasn't ass whooping though. High understatement. Uh, yeah, forty-seven to seven. You know, sit your fucking starters. You're lucky there was no Big Bird, though. You know, yeah, we are lucky there was no Big Bird. But that that team was counterfeit all year. They've been soft and escaping at the end of games. Five hundred two yards of offense. Damn. A route. Look and uh, look. We we uh, we we played it classy at the end. We didn't yeah. continue to pour it on when we could have. JMU's uh, Super Bowl because uh, they couldn't play in a bowl game because that's right. stupid NCAA rules. Stupid rules. Yeah. Couldn't play in the conference championship game, but guess what? We set the tone next year. It's like, hey, we, while we can't hang a, uh, a Sunbelt East championship flag, we can yeah. tout that we are first place yeah. in the Sunbelt at the end of the uh, regular season. So, bang, and that that streak will continue next year. Yeah, basketball efforts. team, basketball team's playing good ball too. Look, I'm, I'm trying to become yeah. really obnoxious with JMU here. So, how am there I doing? Go. Am I getting? Yeah, am I getting? Yeah, bong that fucking beer. That's this, how you're all right, doing. There right. we go. Here, I get this. You you uh you start talking about the next thing. Well, the next thing is Maction Kent State. I was on the right side of this on the money line. They win in overtime against Buffalo, thirty to twenty-seven. Nice. So Buffalo and Kent State both don't go bowling, and uh, yeah, a little denial well, game there. Buffalo still can. They play Akron on Friday. Who themselves decided they were gonna still alive? Yeah. I don't know what's happening with my ticket. I need to remind me this week. I, I needed to follow through on my. Oh, Akron. because they rescheduled it. Well, I still think it might be voided. I still think it might be voided, but it got rescheduled. So I, I, I gotta, I gotta just go and to the it's web. Two and a half. I, I gotta go online, log in, and look. Yeah. So now they have two. 
Boy, that was impressive today. So that, here's that the thing: Do I expected. complain now? If it's a but what or do I wait a week and say, hey, dude, it hit, it fucking hit. <laughs> I think we've lost our right to complain on this one. If we've celebrated <laughs> it being voided already, oh, we can't. Man. We can't yell about it being voided now. <laughs> Jeff Undercuffler was cooking today. Says Pat Kappa. He was. He was. Patty C. Bong that fucking beer, right. man. This is for the Dukes winning the yeah. Sun Belt East year motherfucking one. And Steve Hood. Right? <laughs> there we go. There we go. Start your football program. Woo. There you go. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, woo. Uh, East Carolina 49, Temple 46. I bet East Carolina because I figured they'd be able to to I mean, they almost lost this game. <laughs> Fuck Mike Houston, man. How do you give up 46 points to Temple? I mean, what is Mike Houston's record this year? 7 and 5. This is last same as last year. No improvement. <sighs> That was a relatively. Dude, we needed to convert a fourth and fucking twelve to even be in this <laughs> game. Talk about a tale of two different approaches. EJ Warner, the high for the day, five hundred twenty-seven yards passing. What did that wideout do for Temple? That wideout had like a thousand catches. I feel like he's a DFS monster. Uh, Jose Bar- Barbone, yes, thirteen catches, one sixty. Good God! Uh, but uh, EJ Warner, sixty-three attempts, uh, five touchdowns, one interception. Uh, I'll be honest, Dan Drayton, I've been impressed with your one man. Yeah. Well, when you have a legend, uh, you know, offspring on the roster that helps running, running the show. He should, Meanwhile, he needs to go out and find fucking Barry Sanders son, or I guess he seriously loaded up with somebody, uh, somebody's son, former, former yeah. talent here. Keaton Mitchell uh, looks like somebody's son. Looks like Barry Sanders. Please, son. No one steal him from ECU. 27 rushes, 222 yards, three touchdowns. That's 8.2 yards. Had, he had a bunch of receiving too, dude. I Did think. he? I think so. Pull that, pull that up. Pull that up. Let me get that. We get that dialed in. He, he was their leading receiver, two for seventy-eight and a touchdown too. Sheesh. So total yardage he had. There's like a ninety exactly three hundred yards. There's like a ninety percent chance he's going to be playing for fucking Beamer next year in South Carolina. Right. <laughs> I hate it. We need to just delete all of our tapes. Yeah. Delete all of our tapes right yeah. now. Key, right? Key, I need to delete like, his stats. Where yeah. I need fucking Bob Kraft. All right. Right. Just go delete all the fucking yeah. tapes. Bury man. the evidence. All right. Get call uh G- Goodell. He'll he'll help burn those tapes. <laughs> Let's go. Keaton Mitchell doesn't exist. Uh how do you see East Carolina? All right, seven and five. We're going to the uh I don't know, the Hertz rent a car bowl or some shit like that. <laughs> but uh hey. Uh winning never, seasons. I'll never uh pass on an opportunity to play this. Well, let me let me take a real quick look at uh, East Carolina's previous few seasons prior to his arrival. Uh, when did he get there? Mike Houston. I don't know. Nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Eighteen, maybe. Might have been eighteen. I mean, they were five and seven, three and nine, three and nine, three and nine, four and eight. Then you got three yeah. and six. Scotty se- Montgomery, that mole, that Duke mole, that <laughs> sent in. Seven and five, seven Coach and five. K sent in a mole. After one, two, three, four, five, six consecutive losing seasons. Now you have two consecutive winning seasons. Give the guy, give me your uh, season-ending Mike Houston. I guess we have to do uh, the the bowl as well. Yeah, and, and GBO Farms is right. I hope they get Duke in a bowl game. We'll beat those little private school pussies. All right. <laughs> I don't know that you will, but I'm sure you'll be hyped to do it. Uh, what's your uh, seven and five? What's your uh, ten point score for uh, Mike Houston? I mean, I hit the over. On my East Carolina ticket, so you got to be happy about that. 
Barely. We needed a fourth and twelve against Temple. <laughs> <laughs> is he a is he a, a five or a six in your book? It's got to be one of those two. I'm, I'm guessing. I'll go six because it's Look another winning that. season. He's, another he's winning season. Tis the season to be giving. We're a proud program, <laughs> but Georgia Tech. If you want to take him, <laughs> wouldn't mind it. Baby steps, Cole. Wouldn't mind it. Patience. Wouldn't mind it. Um, next up. Ac- oh yeah, we talked about Akron dominating forty-four to twelve against Northern Illinois, oh, getting really? it done. Rice seventeen, North Texas twenty-one. I cover with Rice. Seth Latrell. Wait, so wait, who's in the? Who clinched? Is it Western Kentucky? Or no, North Texas clinched, right? Because they beat Western Kentucky, right? Mm, now you're gonna make me look at the yeah. Standing. So it's North Texas and and UTSA in the in the championship game, right? Am I crazy here? Oh, I gotta get pulled I thought up. they needed uh North Texas in conference six and two, Western Kentucky tied six and two. Who won the uh head to head North Texas did? There it is. North Texas. This is great. UTSA. This is great because check this out. North Texas ruined UTSA's perfect season last year. Oh. And this year, you uh UTSA beat them, but they needed every fucking play. Man, this was a game. I like this. <laughs> and yet. And yet they're gonna fire Seth Latrell. The greatest thing to walk through Denton, Texas. <laughs> and I, uh, this offseason we did our coach rankings in the CU for every conference, but uh, in the CUSA, we rated Seth Latrell pretty high. Greatest thing since Mean Joe and, Green and, to walk through and Denton. Who knew? Texas. North Texas had a bunch of fans that uh, gave a shit and said <laughs> he should be fired. I mean, what do they expect? Again, this is another one where I want to pull this up. We already went through this before, but uh this team had like eighty five uh losing seasons in a row. I feel like, and now Latrell has had several winning seasons during his tenure. He's a good coach. Yeah. I mean, six and seven, they went bowling last year, nine and four, nine and five in two seasons earlier in his tenure. I, I don't understand what you want here. All right. Yeah. I mean, I get it. We want a large playoff. If we had a large playoff, if you beat UTSA, guess what? You'd have an auto bid to the playoff and it would be very cool. It'd be very cool to host a game and play you know, a power school coming into Denton, Texas, but no, the powers that be won't do that. So again, Seth Latrell now goes to his uh, sixth bowl game in seven years as the head coach of North Texas and uh, got to get rid of him. Beware what you wish for prior to his arrival. The team had been, I want to say in the last 40 years in about seven or eight bowl games. So, so he's, yeah, I mean, granted they expanded the bowl field. So now like it's much easier to get in, but uh, Louisville 13, Kentucky 26. Patty C is Louisville going to be like, is Scott Satterfield going to be fired this week? I I know he's seven and five, right? Uh, But is that enough? Because Kentucky has owned Satterfield. Yeah, they have, they have, I mean, and I like it because honestly, like, even though I kind of wish bad things on the university of Kentucky in general, because of their basketball program, I actually kind of can root for their football program a little bit. And I, and I do like stoops and I, I don't dislike Satterfield necessarily, but I think it's kind of cool that they're getting it done there. Good, good for Kentucky for fielding a decent football program. Satterfield. Do you think he's uh he's out the door? I mean, I think he might be because I know he pissed them off when he took the, I'm not taking an interview and then he takes an interview with South Carolina. Yeah. They got a big, big NIL collective. Um, Seven and five gets him fired. That what was his record last year? I don't remember. You have to pull that up. That's year two yeah. for him though, right? No, year three, man. Year three. Yeah. Um, maybe that maybe that but I mean, who who would take that job? GBO Farms? Maybe a little guy by the name of Urban Meyer? <laughs> maybe I mean, Tom Herman? Yeah. You could find some coaches to take that 
spot. Maybe I'm Rich Rod. Rich. Yeah, Rich Good Rod fit. fits in Louisville, yeah. Kentucky. Come he fits on. real well. Uh, three years now, eight and five, four and seven, six. Oh, this is his fourth year. So oh, eight and five, What's four and seven, right six now? and seven. Coming into this season, it was eighteen and nineteen. So so what? Twenty five and uh, twenty four. He's a game over five hundred through four years. Um. What do you want? I mean, in the ACC, you should have higher higher expectations. Than Louisville that. has, but you know how people always talk about Arizona State's potential. I say Louisville has that potential too because they they first off now with NIL legal, like I feel like they would just pay. They they have like potential to be like just yeah you know it's in a big city. They don't have a pro team. I mean, consider that Bobby Petrino won you know eleven plus games three or four times with him. Charlie strong got to 11 wins. Uh, this is not, this is not acceptable. You know, he says, uh, but GBO farm says urban's done. He'll never, he'll never coach another college football game. Uh, talk to me in one year when Ryan day loses to Jim Harbaugh in Michigan again, did you hear <laughs> how great was that? They're, ch- They're chanting urban urban yeah. while he's sitting there. You know, he's soaking that up. Yeah. You yeah. know, urban Myers <laughs> egotistical ass. Is soaking that up. He still walks around Ohio State. He's still I'm essentially sure he's going to those bars on staff. Yeah, he's <laughs> got his hand right up, right up every asshole he can find. Oh man, Duke thirty-four, Wake Forest thirty-one. This was the Elko Bowl. Elko and Clawson. I, t- I. T- Ooh. By the way, Patty C, you lost on your San Diego State lock. Mother effort. All right, the snappers not. Uh, maybe they should consider about. Uh, you know, but well, look, we were all over Mike Elko beating Dave Clawson because because I understand how the bastard thinks. <laughs> I taught him. Now I owe him one. You got to remember, he coached with Clawson at Bowling Green. I think he yeah. clo- coached with him at Richmond. Coached with them at uh, Wake Forest. So don't try that rinky dink bullshit. <laughs> Slow mash my ass. <laughs> Ready for it, Patty C. Illinois forty-one, Northwestern three. Speaking, of, you- Pat Fitzgerald goes winless in America. <laughs> but uh did manage to end Scott Frost's career. Um <laughs> so contribute to it. Contribute I think Georgia Southern was the yeah, the, the, was the uh the true final blow there. That's true. Uh Patty Fitzgerald, does he find himself on the hot seat at, after no another No way. He has not a fucking year, lifetime contract. Not this year, but he one turned more. down Notre Dame to stay at Northwestern. <laughs> I'm sorry, Northwestern fans, but if you want to fire Pat Fitzgerald, you're fucking maniacs. Now I have to see what he's done lately, but obviously winning at Northwestern is no easy feat. <laughs> um, but the last two seasons, uh, three and nine last year, what was their uh, record this year? One and 11, one and 11. So <laughs> over the last four years, three and nine, uh, seven and two, three and nine, one and 11 GBO farm says who gets fired first Fitzgerald or, or Matt Campbell. They should have Ooh. lifetime contracts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pat Fitzgerald has taken Northwestern to the big 10 championship twice. He's won like 10 games. What, I mean, three it's times? much harder to win at Northwestern than it is well, uh, not, Iowa state. No, Historically what, when Campbell walked in there, that was, it the, was a the terrible worst, program, right? but I can at least remember like some times when they were decent in the past, you know, who is the quarterback? What they had talking about? Gary Barnett had Northwestern at a month and Randy Walker. I would argue Iowa state was worse. You think? Yeah. As a program. Yeah. Randy Walker. Maxed out at seven and five. That That's was no that, eight and four. You yeah, have one eight and four. A great year. <laughs> they went one and eleven this year. That's true. They, they win a game in America. Northwestern is a terrible uh, job. 
but I think Iowa State might be uh wait, 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 wait. Randy Walker, are we talking Randy Walker had him okay, you said. Oh, whatever. Look, I think I think it's a slightly easier to win at Iowa State just because the academic uh aspects. Okay. Well, especially with the transfer portal. I'll agree with you there. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll agree with you there. Yeah. Troy 48, Arkansas State 19. Troy wins the Sun Belt West. They will play Coastal Carolina in the Sun Belt Championship. Uh what does Troy do? They went 10 and 2. South yeah. Alabama went 10 and 2. So Troy Troy gets the uh the bid. Um what a what a fucking year for both those teams, right? Yeah, seriously. Both are in the state of Alabama, right? Yeah. That could be a, a budding super rivalry moving forward if they can maintain that. Well, and this was what John Summerall's first year there to go ten and two. Impressive. I like it. I like it. Memphis thirty one, SMU thirty four, silver silver neck goes uh six and six. Yeah. Um I mean, he should be fired, dude. Yeah, the program is losing momentum under his. I'm sorry, uh, watch. but if I, you put me in charge of Memphis tomorrow, he's fired. Who's right? the uh, FedEx CEO, Fred Fred Smith or whatever? Who's the guy that I was, got no fucking and idea that guy meddles. CEO of, of FedEx is. He right? was the guy that was meddling with Dan <laughs> Snyder. You know, that, that was a scumbag fest. Those two in the front office together. Uh, hey, I love how I don't know. We can go down this rabbit hole. On I was de- I was defending Dan Snyder the other day. Yeah, in this in this very studio. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I like Dan Snyder. I actually don't like him and he's probably a yeah, terrible person, but honest. I thought it was ridiculous that Jim Hersey of all people was calling him out I'm, and everyone on social media was backing Jim. I'm like, Jim, Her- do you guys know his fucking history? Right. He's had people die mysteriously in his fucking house. You right. know what I mean? I like was reading up on he that was doing heroin. Yeah. Like, I mean, th- th- you could go, th- the, it's just he ridiculous. Had a, a mistress to, who was like hooked on drugs with him that he was essentially <laughs> married to, but like, you know, not officially. And he doesn't show up to There's her funeral. Some shady shit throughout his past. But yeah, everyone wants to shit on Dan Snyder because he wanted to keep the Redskins. And look, he's a shitty owner too. Don't get me wrong. Dan yeah. Snyder's a, a, t- a terrible owner. Yeah. I always, I was the first to hate him. All these people that, that are now, yeah. I hated him back in 97. Colby man. was the yeah. most <laughs> diehard Redskins fan I knew in the early nineties. And he quit almost immediately. Oh, it was yeah. one of the more stunning things like oh, to yeah. this day that oh, I've yeah. ever witnessed. I couldn't, I couldn't support that guy. Yeah. Couldn't support that guy. So I I'm I, look, it, but then to call them out and it's like, and I'm sitting here having this argument and I'm like, dude, these are people like, these are people that all the NFL owners Chances are high high percentage of them aren't great human beings. We just saw <laughs> fucking Jerry Jones at the uh, Arkansas. That's what I'm saying. It was the most ridiculous conversation. And then like I don't know. It's just we we have a, we live in a stupid fucking society. Um, anyway, what got us on that subject? Oh, uh, the the FedEx guy. Yeah. Anyway, that guy is a scumbag too. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and he will meddle with the. Uh, he's like that super booster that like basically controls who's the uh, head coach. Yeah. He's got to be getting sick of Silver Child here. That's what I'm saying, man. Silver hair's got to go, man. Yeah. Uh, Auburn 27, Bama 49. Is Bama back, Patty C? Um, Nick Saban. There was a photo taken afterwards of Nick Saban. <laughs> Nick Saban looked like bigger and McCracken. His hair was going <laughs> everywhere. Look at he had a gash on his face. Right. I don't know what happened. Things were getting crazy on the sideline for Alabama. <laughs> got the win in the Iron Bowl. Um, you got Josh Pate over here saying, uh, "What they're gonna a lot put Alabama in and they're gonna uh, win the championship." I mean, 
Uh, Get out of here with this I nonsense. Can't, I can't. I can't talk to that. I, I, I look. I, I like how Josh Pate loves college football. Yeah, we see eye to eye there. But, but every, everything SEC else, homer. everything else, we do not see eye to eye. Purdue thirty, Indiana sixteen. I took Indiana plus ten and a half points. I ate shit there. Um, shout out to the Boilermaker. Shout out to Jeff Brom. I was on Jeff Brom. How about all my guys, Patty C? All of them. The only one that was a dud was Healy at Charlotte. Uh, Creighton, that's true. Creighton came through nice. Chris Creighton, Eastern Michigan, Lance Leipold, Jeff Brom. Solid years across the board. Give Jonathan cra- Smith. We'll get to him in a yeah, second. Very nice. Uh, Nick Dent, though, was the one who yeah. said Purdue would win the Big Ten West. I Nailed mean, that one. I thought for sure I would. Can we talk about Iowa blowing that against Nebraska? Oh my God. The Big Ten West, hilarious. Yeah, talk about a time for your defense, your elite defense, to just get torched by a offense that was atrocious for the entire season. Unbelievable, Un- unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, you would have been uh, looking so great <laughs> to be able to talk about how great Kirk Ferentz is, but he blows he it for re- us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, Oregon thirty-four, Oregon State thirty-eight. Patty C. I, I was on the morning show. I talked about this. Oregon State was better than Oregon. And I know that they scored 28 unanswered. But let me tell you about some of these spots in the first half. There was a fourth, there was a third and one. <laughs> there was a, a third and one where Oregon State runs for like two yards. And they spotted it as a zero yard gain. Oh, yeah. Right? It, unbelievable. The announcers, everything. Just one of the worst calls. Yeah. Something about Oregon State, because a couple of years ago, the COVID year, this happened against Washington. The same fucking scenario. You are. You really have a question about what it is with Oregon State that's going to. Well, then we saw it happen again in the game. Them on that shit. We saw end it of happen again. Yeah. I mean, like, well, it happened two plays in a row. <laughs> it was and unbelievable, then, dude. It, it, Pac-12 was fixing the game. I really like yeah, the ball was on the uh, like. I guess they had to get to the four yard line. They reviewed it and they said it was confirmed. Yeah. I'm still dumbfounded by that. Right. even the announcers. If it calling stands, the game. it's one thing. But his knee was across the five yard line and he's leaning forward. It was a first down across the four yard line. So look, I get it. Like, I get it when there's a spot, it's hard to tell when you challenge it. So don't say confirmed. Yeah. By you confirming it, it confirms the fix to me. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait, spitting in our face. What? Yeah. And then they did it again on the other side of the field. Yep. But Oregon State, they were the better team. Yeah, Pat t- Kappa says that's the worst spot I've ever seen in my life. It was pretty bad. Dude, this happened a few years ago. They were going to beat Washington, and instead of instead of uh, kicking the field goal, they go for a fourth and inches. Yeah, the guy clearly gets like two yards, and they spot it two yards back. Washington gets the ball, and Washington goes down the field and wins yeah. on the final drive. And it's like the game's over if if they spot that correctly. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: the Pac-12 in the nation's eyes, I think, is this. Kind of glamoury conference with like uh, not traditionally like tough teams, you know. And so the glamour teams that you're going to get are USC, UCLA, the Arizona States. Arizona's on the butt end of that. I think I feel like they're considered a basketball school. Yeah, but like even Stanford gets a little love. Washington is a state well, flagship. Stanford has like the national brand of like yeah smart nerds and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean. Even Cal, yeah. I feel like wouldn't get shit on. I feel like if they were good. Yeah, Oregon State and Washington State get get good shit. Are the yeah, they're the non-glamour teams in the Pac-12 and uh they're going to catch the shit no matter what. There's there's no appreciation for their brand. And the irony is that Kobe pointed out 
is they have the most rabid fan bases. <laughs> yeah. This is what I find hilarious about the Pac 12 minus Utah, who is a new addition, right? Colorado actually does decent f- fan base wise, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, say what you want about their program in there. Yeah, their, and I'm forgetting Colorado and Utah. Yeah, their, their school, but I'm saying like they, their attendance. Oh, they have wise. A great, great yeah. fan base. But my point is, Colorado and Utah. Okay, throw them out. But look at all the other schools. Isn't it hilarious that like the Big Ten is thinking about? T- you know, they're obviously getting UCLA and USC questionable fan bases. Yeah, and then there's talk of Cal and Stanford. So you might take the four fan bases that just don't fucking show up. Yeah. I, and 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 penalize Washington State and Oregon State who are going to go to like the Mountain West if you know s- somehow have, have uh, hypothesized that that have like two of the best fan bases in All the right. whole fucking Pac-12. Yeah, I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> TV money, baby. It's not. I mean, I here's the thing: is it just like the fact that they're in LA and that they happen to be on TV that they draw these numbers? Could you put another team on in LA yeah, or that's not that's in I'm LA saying. on Cal TV? State Northridge, bring back that football program. Yeah, put man. them on TV. Everyone will watch it because it's fucking Eric on Kramer. TV. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, how do you see Minnesota twenty three? Well, actually, no, no, no. Hold on, Oregon State nine and three season. And when you think about it, if they didn't have a lawn chair, they would have gone eleven and one. Like there was only one game they truly got their ass whooped, and that was Utah. And even that, they outgained Utah. The lawn chair threw a t- ton of picks, but I'm going to say they should have beat Washington and they should have beat USC. The USC they should have went eleven good. and one. Yeah. They should have went eleven and one. But they do have a terrible quarterback. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> they should crazy. not have gone eleven and one with a decent quarterback. They would have. <laughs> they might have went undefeated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I, I, Jonathan Smith doing great work there. Doing absolutely great work. There. What's their new uh, quarterback's name? Gafilka fish. I forget his name. Google Gogger. It's some big name. Yeah, I don't know. Goldbranson. There it is. Goldbranson. <laughs> uh shout out to him though. He should be doing Jaeger bombs right about now, right? <laughs> Beating the ducks. He's probably playing a little better than the guy that was in, in there before. What was that? I guy? hope you I look, I fucking hope the Big Ten takes all these teams. Because let Dion go to Colorado. Let Dion go to Colorado. Yeah. And let Urban, Meyer, well, Arizona, Arizona State's gonna go with this oh. fucking twenty-year-old. Oh, he's what thirty-two now. <laughs> that hire's so stupid. It's, uh, I mean, it, maybe it works Dill- out. Dillingham, uh, yeah. that's the Kenny Oregon Dillingham, Kenny man. Dillingham, Oregon's yeah. offensive coordinator. What are you doing? I guess he he's from Arizona. He went there, Arizona State rather. Um, so whatever. That's just like who else has done hires like that where it's like you get the guy that went to your school. Colorado did with John Embry. You know what that hire is? Yeah. That's Brent Pry. That is the Brent Pry <laughs> hire right there. Good we'll job, see. Arizona I mean, State. maybe he's got a pulse on recruiting or something. I don't know, but I would think NIL just come on. He's had good offenses. He's had bad offenses. We look back at uh, five years ago at or six years ago at uh, uh, where was it? Memphis. They had the number five team uh, offense in the country. Then he had like a couple 80th, 86th offense in the country. But then this year he said the number three offensive yard. You never wise. know though. Sometimes like. I mean, we didn't see Dabo Sweeney working out like that. We uh, thought when they passed on uh, on our boy, that's true. Bud Foster, we're like, that what did they do it? We don't, we don't, we're not. It's not like we're evaluating <laughs> this dude, uh, you know, very closely. But you know, there are certain elements that are consistently, yeah. you know, uh, recipes for failure. And then out of the blue, you get your Dabo Sweeney's. Yeah. So Oregon State wins the Civil War. Shout out to Jonathan Smith on the coaching front. How do you see PJ Fleck? rode the boat into Madison and he jumped around in that fucking canoe. All right. <laughs> and they won 23 to 16. 
Jim Leonard, interim head coach. Is he back next year? <laughs> if he's not, he's going to make someone a really nice defensive coordinator. He was also on our short list of potential West Virginia head coaches, but didn't pass the. Uh, he's going to be back, right? As the defense coordinator of. Uh, no, as the head coach at Wisconsin? As the head coach of Wisconsin? What do you Maybe. expect? The roster wasn't that good. Yeah. I mean, you're still bowling. Take over midseason. All right. It's hard to, like, you know, really have it be your team. Uh, yeah. I mean, shout out to uh to the Gophers for getting that one. Um, shout out to Jake in the chat. Late to the party, but let's go blue. University of Michigan showing up. That, yeah, Jim Harbaugh. Great. I I I was thoroughly uh, impressed and and well. I mean, I had a future. For well, let me tell you the this. Big Teddy. So, what boom. year is uh, Blake Corum? Does he have another year of eligibility left? I think he does. Right? I think he does. I if think they he have does. McCarthy, Corum, and Edwards back yeah. next year, that backfield is national championship worthy with another year of experience. Yeah. They yeah. might get it done this year. How do you see UAB won 37, 27 against Louisiana tech. They're going bowling now. Yeah. Go blazers. They'll be in the, uh, I don't know which one, what company should I use right now? The, um, the ruffles bowl. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, Frito lays ruffles. Uh, they're bowl. looking at skip Holtz. I saw that'd be interesting. Uh, skip Holtz. Yeah. Yeah. Got the interim coach. So uh, what was their record this year? Six and six. So interim coach didn't do a great job. So I don't think he's going to be retained. They were they had a better roster than six and six. I mean, they just watched their guy run roughshod through the uh, USFL and Skip Holtz. yeah, keep him right there in there town. Go. Same right stadium, there, right? Yeah, same stadium, man. Boom. Bring that winning down to the college level. UTSA thirty four, UTEP thirty one. UTSA caps off a ten and two season. Where the hell is my music? How do you see? I tried to tell you. I tried to tell you. This was our lock battle, buddy. Loser. What was this? Yeah. You took the under, I took the over. Let me tell you what though. Meep meep. Uh UTSA, what was it they did? They uh they beat Army in overtime. A- an army team that was not who I expected them to be. And uh, that they was should have beat Houston in the opener though. On the road. They should have beat Houston, but we expected Houston to be a better team. Not me. I was on the under in Houston. Is that right? Yes. And then they also went to double overtime with UAB, who should have been True. better, but their coach fucking retired right before the season. True. So that's that's some nice grace there. Yeah, I mean, but ten and two is ten and two. Presumably, if they can beat North Texas, that's a big if. It is eleven yeah. and two. A freaking Jeff Trailer. You mentioned he should have been the uh, in the Arizona State. Yeah, maybe you give him a call. It's kind of it's kind of proven as a head coach. Instead, yeah. you're going to go with this twenty. He's like a fucking thirty year old they hired. Yeah, this guy's still at the bar getting right. getting shit hammered. Shit. You know what I mean? Well, like, for, to be fair, I feel like about half the coaches in college <laughs> football are still doing that. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's why uh, I don't know. Friend of the program, uh, guy down in Blacksburg. Uh, yeah, but he's retired. That's what you're but supposed to. But I think that's why retired. he never ended up taking a head coaching job. He just enjoyed the, uh, the glitz, sights and the sounds, glitz and glamour, the glitz and glamour. Patty C. Uh, Michigan State sixteen. Penn State 35. I know I've already talked trash about this, but I I hit my under lock on Michigan State under seven and a half wins. They go five and seven. Bravo. And uh, you know, to some of the people we talked to in the preseason. Uh a lot. I got I got shit some on some other a podcasters lot. that uh, yeah. you know, mentioned that they would definitely take uh the over on, on well, no, that they would take him over uh Ference. You know? <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. 
I'll take Brian Ferentz over. <laughs> <laughs> With um, what one? Uh, how many years of like elite coaching has he done at this point? Last year, I guess four years, one winning season. One winning season. Well, what was the stat you brought up uh, uh, about D'Antonio? Oh, he'd only missed a bowl game once, I think. Once in thirteen yeah. years. Yeah, Tucker's done it twice in three years, but oh, I'll give Tuck the the benefit of the COVID year. Sure, and the Big Ten East is no joke, but that's what D'Antonio was playing into. But how about that? They gave him a hundred thousand dollar bonus, and he was just like, "Hey, yeah, it's for your coaches and your staff." I got a hundred million dollar contract, and guess what? <laughs> now I got a hundred million dollar contract and a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> um, you know what? <laughs> I might, I might like his style a little bit. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm a Tucker uh, guy. I'm you, jumping on the Tucker bandwagon <laughs> after that move. <laughs> Tuck coming. 60, That's a Ric Flair move yeah. right there. <laughs> Utah 63, Colorado 21. Okay. Colorado's terrible. JT shroud didn't play. And then Brandon Lewis transferred out. So they were on a walk on quarterback that what a terrible year. I could saw that Ray. coming. 26 players transferred out. And I can't help but notice every time I turn on the fucking TV, you see Jerry Rice's son or Makai Blackman or or today Christian Gonzalez the, the, the had an interception for Oregon. Yeah. The whole team, the starting safety for fucking TCU is Mark Perry, who was Colorado starting safety last year. The whole <laughs> well, uh Dimitri Staley starts a wide receiver for Iowa State. The whole team is the gonna be playing goddamn team is next on. week in conference <laughs> yeah. championship games. <laughs> Oh man, it was I I locked up the under in Colorado under three and a half wins. They went one and eleven. Thank you very much. I'm not gonna play my music because that's my team and it hurt me to do that, but <laughs> hey, we cashed in. One word. I don't know if there's two words or one word. Prime time. Dude, that, that has me excited, man. Time. Look, we have already had one great Dion at Colorado. Dion figures. That's true. Wasn't to, he a Thorpe Award winner? Yeah. It's time to double down on Let's Dion. get our second yeah, Thorpe Award winner let's in go. Uh, Boulder here. Iowa State 14. Uh, TCU 62. I'm sure Patty C here's the question. TCU is number four in the nation. They won by 48 tonight. Yes. Will they drop them back three spots? Like yeah. they did last time when they uh, 2014, when they beat Iowa state 55 to three. So they only won by 50 that, that, that year they won by 52 Two, yeah. and they went back three spots this year. They only, they only won, won by, by 48. So they're going to uh, probably go back, go back 12 to like number spots. eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So right. Something like tough. that. They got a, a tough mountain to climb here. What, uh, let's see. Like, and here's the, here's the funny thing too. Ohio state lost probably, I guess you got to count Penn state as a pretty good win, yeah. you know, but they're one and one and Notre Dame. What? They're a four loss team now. With losses to Marshall and Stanford, do we count that Notre as Notre Dame shouldn't be fucking? That's a ranked, solid win for Ohio State, but it's not a, a good win, you know. Um, and look, I think Ohio State though will have you know twelve games, eleven and one at this point. Obviously, TCU will have a thirteenth, you know, an extra data point. Again, we've harped on this because that's what cost them years back. Neither both were conference champions back in twenty fourteen. Neither will be conference champions. In 2022, but I think uh, you know TCU has a stronger resume. Uh, but if be. they lose their conference TCU championship, is the best fucking resume in the country. If they lose their conference championship, there's no chance, despite all that data, that they won't put Ohio State in over them. If I, dude, I'm not watching the invitation if they put them in. Yeah, I'm not. I will be disgusted if they put them in. I'm not. What has to happen <laughs> for that to be I'm out? All right. What has to happen? I watch if, fucking if, if, Wagner. If, and UMBC college basketball <laughs> on Monday, Jan, when it, when it, whatever the fuck. The suppose suppose yeah. USC loses next week to 
whoever they're going to end up playing, depending on uh, what's happening in that Apple Cup right now. I think uh, Washington holds a one point lead at half. Okay. So whether it be Washington or Utah, if uh, if USC loses to them, does Ohio State belong in the playoff over USC? Because right now no, they're they both have eleven to play and another one. Game. Yeah, yeah. If you reward like they've done it before, when Penn State went and when 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 someone else went, they put Alabama in. To me, you've lost everything. Yeah, if you penalize everything, a team, for- everything is ruined. If you're taking a team that did not play for a conference championship then I, I think the whole system is incredibly flawed and we shouldn't we like every, you could argue any team then you could argue any fucking team. Then. I don't necessarily agree that you don't have to play for a conference championship. If like Alabama last year, I had no problem with them getting in because what they lost. They, they played in the conference championship. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's what I'm um, saying. I'm saying if you benefit by not playing a game and get in, I'm out on that because kind of true, because then if you're doing that, then let's dive into our schedules and, and we could say, Hey, well, this team played an FCS. This didn't. And then we can co- concoct and we can fabricate a whole fucking different narrative and say, Oh, well, if this team would have played this, they would have went fucking 10 and two yeah, or 11 and one. That's true. If, if a team that is ranked ahead of them going into a conference championship weekend uh, has to play an extra game that Ohio state doesn't, and they're not even a division champ, then Ohio state should be, there's no chance they should be able to jump Anyone that anyone that's in that in the conference championship. Yes. Hang on. Let's keep talking about that. But I want to tell folks that the college football experience on the sports gambling podcast network presented by win bet win bets now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars. Get a hundred dollar free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN store and their big cyber Monday sale. Yes. 20% off of everything in the store for one day. Only this Monday, use the code cyber at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com And remember to let it ride.